Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. Today, we are talking about the fears of taking your teaching online. So this training is for you if you know you want to teach online, but you're just feeling a little bit scared, okay? I'm going to run through six common fears, six common fears and how to overcome them. Online yoga courses quite literally have the power to transform your yoga business and your life, okay? Teaching online really gives yoga teachers all around the world the power to increase their income, to reach more students around the world and to make more impact. Yet despite all of these incredible benefits that come from teaching yoga online, there are a few reservations or fears that can hold some teachers back, okay? And these are fears that, you know, I've personally struggled with as I've built my online business. I'm going to quickly run through the six fears, first of all, and then I'll talk through each of them in detail, okay? And um, talk to you about how you can overcome them as well, okay? So as I read through these six fears, so I've got the six fears in front of me now, as I read through them, I just want you to listen very carefully because I guarantee that there's going to be at least one of them that you feel and what I say, you know, might not be the exact wording that you have in your head, but it's going to be something very close. So the first one is, I don't have enough skills and knowledge, and I'm not expert enough to teach online. The second one, the second fear, I can't figure out all of the tech that's needed to teach online. It's just too difficult and too intimidating, okay? So that's number two. I can't figure out all the tech that's needed to teach online. It's just too difficult and too intimidating. Fear number three, <laughs> people can do yoga online for free. My course idea has been done before and the market is saturated, okay? So people can do yoga online for free. My course idea, has been done before and the market is saturated. Number four, I don't have an email list and I'm never gonna be able to grow one big enough to teach yoga online. Okay, so that's number four. I don't have an email list and I'm never gonna be able to grow one big enough to teach yoga online. Number five, I wouldn't be able to charge a lot of money for my online yoga course. No one would buy it if I did. Okay, so that's about charging a lot of money. I wouldn't be able to charge a lot of money for my online yoga course. No one would buy it if I did. And number six, the final common fear, the final common fear, it would take away, it would take way too much time to create my online yoga course and it's just too overwhelming to get started. These are really common fears, okay? I hear these fears from teachers all the time and 
you know, these are fears that really stop people, stop teachers in their tracks from getting started with teaching yoga online. And over the last couple of years, you know, I've been monitoring the comments and the emails that I receive. And these really are the fears that come up a lot, okay? They're also fears that I've personally felt and have had to overcome in my online business. And here's the good news with, you know, these fearful and stressful thoughts that we all have. None of them are new. None of them are new, okay? These are not new fears. They're all recycled. All of us have a variation of these same fearful thoughts, okay? So that's, what's the, that's the good news, really, because it, what it means is that it's not unique to you, okay? All of these fears, we can figure out, we can overcome. They're not unique, they're not unique, okay? So it's okay to feel this, right? It's okay to feel these fears. The main thing is that we recognize them and we look at how we can overcome them and we choose not to stay in the fear, we choose to move beyond it. Okay, so the whole goal here is to recognize the fear and then to feel inspired to move past the fear and to do things differently so that you don't live in that fear and allow it to, to let, you know, allow it to pull you down. Okay, so I'm going to talk through each of them individually now. So fear number one was I don't have enough skills and knowledge and I'm not expert enough to teach online. So this, this is a big one, okay? This is a big one. I just want you to ask yourself, I want you to ask yourself, what is an expert? What is an expert? Okay, the, de the dictionary definition defines an expert as someone who's gained knowledge or skills from experience. And that's definitely you guys, okay? As a qualified yoga teacher with knowledge and skills gained from your experience, you're definitely one step, at least one step ahead of your students. And you definitely have teachings that are valuable enough to share with your students online, okay? Your course, your online course, is a way to share and teach what you've experienced and what you've had results from. Also, creating your course actually positions you as an expert, okay? Because you're packing up, packaging up your knowledge and what you know on that topic area into a course and sharing it out into the world. And doing that, just that action of doing that, actually positions you as an expert in that area. So if you know more about something than someone else you're already an, an you're already an expert in this area to that person okay they'll already see you as an expert because you already know something more than they do so what i'll say to you on this one is don't underestimate all of the wisdom and all of the experience and all of the life skills that you are able to bring to the table when it comes to yoga and all of the things that you know, that you already know about yoga. So what do you think about that one, guys? Let me know, are you, have you been feeling like, you know, I just don't feel expert enough? How, how has that now changed? Um, you know, when you can kind of see it in a different light and just know that you do have the skills and experience that you can bring to the table. Okay, fear number two was, I can't figure out all of the tech that's needed to teach yoga online. It's just too difficult and it's too intimidating. This fear is really understandable. Super understandable, I totally get it. But the thing is, 
where we are right now with modern technology means that actually technology is the easiest that it's ever been to understand, right? Back in the late 90s and the early 2000s, we wouldn't be here, you know, talking about building our own websites or even considering building our own website because everything back then had to be coded. It had to be hard wired in and coded and no one really knew how to do it. You know, no one really knew how to do it. We certainly wouldn't be sitting here, you know, talking about doing it ourselves. And the great thing about, you know, now and, you know, the time that we're living in right now when it comes to technology is that everything's much quicker, it's much more user friendly. You know, when you go to build your own website, there's drag and drop functionality, and it's actually easy to figure out, yeah? It's easy to figure out when we decide and make a choice and a decision to figure it out. And that's the key thing, right? Because quite often, what we decide to do instead is we decide to sit behind the fear, right? We spend our time telling ourselves that it's too difficult, that we're not capable of doing it. So instead, instead of doing that, if you feel like that's what you've been doing, I really invite you to actually spend the time instead sitting down and just figuring it out, working through it, yeah? Because, you know, if you're afraid of technology, Honestly, it's nothing to be afraid of. You don't have to be afraid of technology because there really are incredible tools online and at our fingertips. And we're yoga entrepreneurs, right? We can figure this stuff out. And you've just really got to get in there and you've just got to do it. You know, with this one, really, I want to say to you is that you're more than capable of doing it. The real question is, do you want to do it? <laughs> yeah? So, you know, you've got to actually just sit down and say to yourself, I'm going to figure this out and, and then tackle it. And it's really, it's a lot less scary when you do that, you know, versus sitting there and thinking all day that you don't have what it takes to figure it out. How does that sit? So there's a little bit of tough love with that one, I think. Okay, fear number three is, uh, let's have a look. Fear number three was people can do yoga online for free. So think about YouTube here. My course idea has been done before and the market's saturated. So this is when you're looking out at what's already available online. And, you know, maybe you did have a, an idea for your course, but then you see someone else has already done it. And you just feel like it's all being done and it's all out there. People can do it for free. So what's the point? So I'm here to tell you that that fear is actually, actually an excuse. Yeah, it's an excuse because... Yes, it's true that there's a lot of free yoga information and videos and classes available online, but people don't buy online courses just to get, you know, a one-off yoga class or just to get facts or just to get tips, yeah? People buy courses because actually they're looking for someone to guide them. They're looking for someone to guide them towards a transformation that they want, yeah? Something, an outcome, a transformation, a solution to the problem that they're experiencing in their life or in their yoga practice. That's what they're looking for, and that is why people buy courses. They don't buy courses for one-off classes, okay? So 
they're really looking for someone who can help them, a yoga teacher that can help them to achieve their goals quickly. In, in a nutshell, that's what it's about. So this is where, you know, you as a yoga teacher and as a course creator can really provide value, yeah? And your community specifically, the community that you're building, they want to learn from you. So there's real value in you organizing and presenting your content in your unique way. Yeah, there's value in that. There's value in your unique voice. There's value in your unique teaching style. And, you know, it's, it's the same offline, isn't it? You know, when you come, when you go to a yoga studio, when you go to a yoga studio, you go and practice with the teachers that really resonate with you. Yeah, don't you? If you think about your own behavior, you practice with the teachers that you really resonate with, that you really connect with. And the same is true online. So the other thing that I hear a lot is, you know, yoga's too saturated, there's too many yoga teachers trying to do this, and you know, they've already done what exactly what I want to do. And what I'll say to that is that as you start to take your business online, and you let's say you've got an idea, sometimes it does feel like, you know, all of a sudden you start seeing your idea everywhere. So you've got an idea, you start to go online, and then all of a sudden it feels like that, that idea is just everywhere. <laughs> and you know, you start to have the belief that everyone's talking about this, or everyone's already done it, or you know, maybe the people that you admire, the other yoga teachers that you admire online, have done it and it's a million times better. This is really common, okay? This is really common. I can still hear the voice in my head saying this as well, okay? And if you have this fear, you know, just know that it's very normal. And I wanna say to you that it doesn't really go away because there's always going to be people doing things, doing the same things. And actually, it's a really good sign because you don't wanna come up with an idea and go online and not see it anywhere. You know, no one's already had this idea. Because then you need to question whether there's an actual need and a want for that idea. So seeing your idea out there is actually a good sign. Yeah, it's actually a good sign. So there's really more than enough space for, for all of us as long as you bring your unique gifts and your perspective and your stories and your journey and your take on that topic. So, you know, if you try to copy someone else, you're really just going to lose out. You know, don't try and copy someone else. And you want to be really bringing it with your unique personality. That's when you're going to win here, okay? So, the other thing to say on this is that, you know, if you learn the marketing and if you, if you learn how to write great copy and you learn how to connect with your ideal students and you learn how to pour your personality in with confidence about, you know, who you are, then really you're going to win with this. So you need to remember that. You need to remember that when you, when you start to feel like it's being done and there's no point in you doing it, yeah? This is about you bringing it in your unique way. If it hasn't been done by you, then it's not been done before, okay? So that's all I'm gonna say on that one. Okay, fear number four. Fear number four is I don't have an email list, I'm never gonna be able to grow one big enough. So the first thing I'll say on this is that 
we all start with no email list. <laughs> we all start with zero. Yeah, I started with zero. Anyone that you're following or admire at some point has started with zero. Okay. And also remember that when it comes to your email list, when it comes to your email list, it's always about quality over quantity. Yeah. I would much rather take a smaller, more highly engaged list of subscribers over a mega list of hundreds and thousands any day. So it's really important to focus on quality over quantity. So if you have a small number of high quality followers and subscribers who are really super invested in your online content, I promise you that you can have success with online courses, even with that small following. What's really key here is to understand the importance of building your email list over time, showing up consistently for your audience and for your community, rather than hitting a specific list size, okay? So even if you're really brand new to this and your list is at uh, zero, or if your list is at 20, it's totally possible to build your email list or totally possible to build an email list of the right people and to build amazing relationships with them and then go on and create and sell to them the right course, okay? And the right course is key. It must be a course that your ideal students really want to need and it's at a price that they can afford. So the key thing here is that we, we understand that over time, we can grow our email list and we start to learn, you know, how to do that. We learn, we learn the email list uh, techniques and strategies to grow our list. And whilst we're doing that, we learn about our ideal students. We get to understand them better. We get to understand what they want. We validate, you know, the course ideas that we have and we provide content to our students so that when we're ready to launch our course, they're also ready too, yeah? That is actually more important than having an email list of hundreds and thousands of people, or even just hundreds of people, but not actually doing the work to connect with them, okay? Marketing is about connection. So that's the key thing that we need to focus on is connection, rather than worrying about how big our list is. Okay, let's move on to number five. So fear number five is, I wouldn't be able to charge a lot of money for my online yoga course if I did, no one would buy it. So this is about pricing. I wouldn't be able to charge a lot of money for my online yoga course and if I did, no one would buy it. So this is when we think, you know, we have to have a really low price for our course, which means we end up undervaluing ourselves and undervaluing the content and the effort and the time and the energy that's gone into creating our course because we think that if we charge too much money or charge what it's really worth that no one's going to buy it i definitely felt this way in the beginning but i'm now charging thirteen hundred dollars for you know my group programs my six-month group programs and people people invest in those programs so what i'll say here is that people who are willing to invest their time into an online yoga course are really looking for something that's going to be a good use of their effort and energy, okay? Now, if you're creating something of value, 
People will value what you've created more if you value it yourself. Yeah? So if you create something of value, your potential ideal students are going to value it are going to value what you have created if you also value it yourself. So your course's price should really reflect the value it provides to your students. And offering a high value product for a super low cost is really not doing your, you're really not doing yourself any favors, okay? Because low cost actually signals low value. Yeah, low cost. If you if you price something at a low cost, it signals to people that it's actually low value. And you know, we all we all put value on things based on their price, don't we? Okay, so we're more likely to put effort into something we made a significant investment into. When you enroll in a course that's low priced. You don't really put all of your time and energy into completing that course. You want to put your, your time and energy into something that's really going to make an impact on the lives of your students. If you're going to do that, if you are going to put your time and energy into creating an online yoga course that's gonna create a big impact on the lives of your, of your students, that's really going to offer them a transformation, a transformative experience, then I'm telling you now that you should charge a premium price for that, okay? And you should know that those students who want that transformation that your course promises them, they will buy it at that price, I promise you, okay? <laughs> I promise you. Let's move on to the final fear, which is, let's have a look, it is, it would take way too much time to create my course and it's just too overwhelming to get started. It would take way too much time to create it, it's just too overwhelming to get started because this fear is about thinking about all the things that we need to do to get our online course out there. And trust me, guys, there are a lot of things that we need to do, okay? I'm not gonna like skim over that or just brush over that because there is a process, but the, the good thing is there's a step-by-step -step process and a framework that you can follow. And what I'll say here is when it comes to time, because this is essentially about time, isn't it? It would take way too much time to create my course. When it comes to time, we all have the same 24 hours in each day, don't we? We all have the same 24 hours. You, me, all of the other yoga teachers who are successfully creating and selling online yoga course, courses, and all of the other course creators in every non-yoga niche out there, we all have the same amount of time, okay? So, you know, we spend parts of our days in different ways, but even if you can set aside 15 minutes a day, or even 30 minutes a day, to work on your course, you'll be making progress, okay? Because the difference here, what's the alternative? Is spending zero, spending zero minutes a day on it. And just imagine like after one month, those 15 minutes or 30 minutes, or if you've been even able, able to do an hour a day, they all add up, okay, adds up. If you spent 15 minutes a day for a month, yeah, that's a whole working day. It doesn't seem like a lot, but 
the point here is that you do have time. It's just a matter of prioritizing and being organized with how you spend the time that you've got. And how long it takes to create really depends on, you know, whether you're going at this alone or whether you're following a tried and tested method or framework to create your course. And the fact here is that if you're wanting to teach yoga and you're wanting to you're wanting to teach yoga for a long time and you're wanting to build a profitable and sustainable yoga business, then you most definitely have the time to get started on creating your course. And I know that people get overwhelmed with all of it, okay? Overwhelmed, being overwhelmed, feeling overwhelmed, I hear that all the time. But really, overwhelmed is a state of mind, okay? It's a state of mind and it's a place that you can choose not to be. It's a choice that you make. And I'm not just preaching here, guys, because I have to deal with overwhelm every single day. I have to remind myself of this every single day. So I'm really, I'm in this with you right now, okay? I get overwhelmed as well. But the point is, you know, when I feel overwhelmed, I check in with myself and I have to catch myself. Anytime that my mind is saying, I'm overwhelmed, I've got too much to do, I have to stop, I have to catch myself and I have to tell myself, no, actually I'm not. <laughs> I'm not overwhelmed and this is why. You know, maybe I need to sit down for a moment and just brainstorm and just get everything that's going on up here down on paper and that's really important. So I want you to stop saying you're overwhelmed. <laughs> Another little bit of tough love. You know I could always come with a little bit of tough love. But really I want to say to you, you know, to stop saying you're overwhelmed and to refocus your energy and your attention. I'm overwhelmed is a choice and you really just need to choose again, okay? So, like I said, the trick here is that if you feel like you've got a lot on your plate, you might just need to do a 10 or 15 minute brainstorm, a brain dump, get it all down on paper. We need to plan. That's the point here. You know, if you have a plan and you have a structure and you have steps and a framework to, to follow, that's when overwhelm starts to disappear, okay? When we have a plan and we know where we're headed and we have clarity, we start to feel more confident in ourselves. We start to feel more confident in um, the direction that we're taking our business. We understand and we have more clarity in our day. And that's when we get to start to remove those feelings of overwhelm okay so that's that's why you're here to learn right that's why you're here you're here to learn you're here to learn you know how to create your course without the overwhelm so that's it from me guys they're the six common fears and how to overcome them take care and see you soon big love You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate, and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action. So join the Success Club, our monthly membership of online trainings, where you can get access for an entire month for free. Go to digitalyogaacademy.com forward slash success club.